What's up, bookies, and welcome to Eclipse Voices, the podcast and book club that brings you amazing literary works from minority writers so you can add their undiscovered jam to your reading list. So what are we waiting for? Let's turn the page. What's up, bookies, and welcome back to another Scene Read episode. I'm Tear, and today I'll be reading scenes to you from More Than Just One Night by author M.D. Alexander. Without further ado, let's jump right into it. They drove for at least an hour until the only thing visible was acres of open land. Finally, they pulled into the Mediterranean mansion's driveway. Aaliyah waited as Ethan came around and assisted her out of the car. Together, they walked towards the entrance. A breathtaking view of the ocean caught her attention, reminding her of the lobby at the resort. We'll be having dinner outside tonight. Is that all right? Aaliyah turned her gaze towards him. Are you kidding me? That sunset looks amazing. Of course it is. Ethan led her to the back of the mansion and then outside. While they strolled down the path, Aaliyah paid attention to the details, such as the tiki lights that lit the way, the table set for two with the chef standing by, and the soft music that played in the background. Aaliyah doubted she was the first woman Ethan had seduced, but she damn sure considered herself special. Good evening, Mr. Phillips and Miss Carter. Evening, Tim. Aaliyah waved and gave a friendly smile. What's for dinner? She asked as Ethan helped her into the chair. Shrimp and steak kebabs. Sounds delicious. Over dinner, they talked about the various sites Aaliyah and her friends visited while in Montego Bay. She was glad their conversation remained casual. Aaliyah preferred not to get too personal. She didn't plan on seeing Ethan after that night. Ready for dessert? Yes, I have a little room left. Don't worry, it's light. Ethan winked at her. I'll be right back. Soon, he returned with chocolate fondue and a tray filled with strawberries. Where's your chef? He's gone for the night. So we're alone. Yes. Ethan moved his chair closer to her and dipped a strawberry into chocolate before bringing it to her lips. Aaliyah opened her mouth and took a bite. Yummy. Is it? Let me have a taste. Ethan leaned forward. He sucked her bottom lip before his tongue slipped into her mouth. Mmm. You're right. It is. With his hand still on her chin, Ethan stared into her eyes. I want to be clear and upfront with you. I brought you here with every intention of fucking you. The corners of Aaliyah's mouth turned upwards. I came here with every intention of letting you. With a chuckle, Ethan sat back in his chair. He sensed she was used to being in control. I must warn you. I play rough. Aaliyah stood and picked up her glass. I'll be over by the pool when you're ready. She gave Ethan a wink, then strutted towards the canopy bed. And that scene comes to us from the prologue in which we get to see both Ethan and Aaliyah's alpha tendencies. So you know when they come together, it is about to go down. What's on your mind, Buttercup? Ethan asked once the server disappeared. He'd feel Delia's cheeks as his gaze lingered on her. She felt exposed as if private thoughts displayed across her forehead. Like most people, when put on the spot, she became defensive. Why are you here, Ethan? Here, as in Seattle? Yes. Why do you think I'm here, Aaliyah? Just hearing her name on his tongue sent a bolt of electricity through her, but Aaliyah couldn't reveal that. I'm not sure. That's why I'm asking. I live here, Ethan said with a shrug. Aaliyah cast her eyes downward. I didn't know. How could you? The last time we were in each other's presence, you didn't care to stick around for small talk. Aaliyah figured their night together would come up, but Ethan's bitter's home was a surprise. I'm not sure what you want from me. I'm certain you do. I'm even positive you want it too. Oh? Aaliyah noticed a faint tremor in her hand when she picked up her wine glass. I hate to burst your bubble, but I don't have the slightest idea of what you're talking about. You're lying. Excuse me? Your sweet lips deny the truth, but that body of yours tells me a different story. Aaliyah's eyes widen. And judging from the way you're staring at me now, 
I'd say you're embarrassed that I'm aware you share my opinion of a better use for this table. Such as, Aaliyah bit back, her pride wouldn't let Ethan see her sweat. Me, bending you over it and fucking you the way you need to be. You had to ask. Mentally, she chastised herself for provoking him. Listen, Ethan, he held up his hand. However, if you insist on sticking to our business-like relationship, I'll have to respect that, for now. He pushed a manila folder across the table. What's this? The contract your boss Michael prepared. I told him I'd return it through you. With the heightened sense of hightailing it out of there, Aaliyah picked up the folder and scooted her chair back. Where are you going? Our meeting is over, correct? Ethan leaned forward. His voice took on a smoother tone. Stay for dinner. So that scene comes to us from chapter one, which takes place a few months after the prologue and is the first time that Lee and Ethan come face to face and have a conversation about their night together in Jamaica. And as you can see, sparks are still flying and the attraction is still very much there. Who's up for a race? Ethan asked. Michael shook his head. Not me. Count me out, too. I'm not much of a skier. Danita chimed in. I'll race you, Aaliyah said with pride. The way Ethan flashed his perfect white teeth made her skin flush. How far? All the way to the bottom, Ethan said. You ready, Buttercup? His use of the endearment in public should have upset her. Around anyone other than Danita and Michael, it would have. Aaliyah nodded and lowered her visor over her eyes. As she and Ethan got into the starting position, Michael counted them off. Three two, one, go. Like rockets, they launched off and zipped down the slope. Pure adrenaline fueled Aaliyah as she sliced through the wind. With her pole, she propelled herself farther. She bent slightly at the knees, leaned to the right, and then left. Satisfied, she glanced over her shoulder. Her moves had put more distance between her and Ethan. In spite of this, Aaliyah's victory became short-lived as she struggled to maintain her balance. After failing to prevent herself from falling, her body tumbled and rolled down the slope. Moments later, she came to a stop, but her head still spun. Aaliyah! She heard Ethan's frantic call as he approached. Are you hurt? Carefully, he removed her headgear. No, I must have turned my foot too far inward or something, she managed to say. Ethan moved the dampened hair strands out of her face and inspected her. I'm all right, she tried to assure him. The hell you are. He grabbed her face. I thought, I thought you were. His lips crashed down on hers. Aaliyah told herself not to kiss him back, but she did, with just as much passion, if not more. Just say when. His words hummed against her forehead after he freed her lips. And our final scene comes to us from chapter 5, and as you can see, it shows that there is far more than just lust between the two of them. Ethan was genuinely worried that Aaliyah was hurt, and at this point, this lady stopped being stubborn with this man. Alright bookies, that concludes our scene reads for More Than Just One Night by author MD Alexander. Be sure to head over to Amazon and get your very own copy. The link will be in the description. As always, it's been Prose and Poetry. I'm out.